Greetings and welcome to part two of this very special four-part series within the product cast. Our guest is the MD of the British Allied Trade Federation, Sarah Ward. If you missed part one, get back there. We talked all about the history of the Giftware Association. This episode is all about the association's fantastic response to the C-19 pandemic. In the next episode, we'll be talking about the membership benefits from the Giftware Association. And in the final part four, it has to be done. We'll be talking all about the Gift of the Year competition. Don't forget, entries close on the 11th of December. Enjoy the show. It's been a real roller coaster year for for everybody, and I know, you know, as the as the Giftware Association always have been, you know, very agile, very reactive team. You guys have been doing some some wonderful things um, in in 2020. Do you want to um, fill us in a little bit about those? Because we're you know we're definitely getting members as well as non members listening to this podcast, no doubt. It would be great to hear just an overview of what what you've been up to um i guess since march since it since it all kicked off i guess gosh yeah well um actually i can rewind a little bit because uh um i probably was one of the very few people who had an idea of what was to come and that's very weird to say that now alex but um uh before from the start of january to um just after spring fair believe it or not i had done 16 trade fairs wow <laughs> majority all in the uk there were a few european ones thrown in there but um myself and the senior team at uh spring fair for probably nearly 10 days before were actually caught up in in pre covid uh measures um and that was probably well it, it it's not probably. That was the most challenging thing I've ever had to deal with in my career. Really? Um, so, in, in what having, way? What, what kind of measures were the, were being taken? When you're being given, uh, you know, information from uh, the likes of the NEC and Spring Fair, um, from World Health about potentially something that is, um, you know, uh, of the magnitude that we all then realized it was mm. and trying to put in place measures so you had um a small proportion and, a, and it was a small proportion of um exhibitors or visitors who had started to hear about this virus mm. and um you know started to be worried about international travel and people bringing this to our country um and we had you know from national press inquiring about it um and there was you know lots of sort of conversations that you know i found myself that quite honestly i felt way above my pay grade right because um, i guess there was already the reduced travel from china was there at the beginning of february and um you know the decisions had already been made of course uh we'd been put in the loop that um all the exhibitors um who were from wuhan or those areas Mm. um had already been told by the chinese government that they couldn't travel but of course in the uk you've got everybody worried that that hadn't taken place and you don't want to scaremonger so um hive and their senior team and I had a very difficult task of making sure that we were protecting our exhibitors in something that we had never experienced before ourselves, make the right judgments, but equally as well, ensure that what we didn't do was almost uh, create our own 
virus by, yeah. you know, scaring everybody at a huge event such as that. Um, so, um, Spring Fair made, um, very, very good decisions, um, i.e. buying 93,000 sanitizers, which, um, we right. actually, they actually secured all the available, um, sanitizer in the UK at that particular time. Wow. Because it was being, you know, ring fenced. So they made some very, very good and, and safe decisions. We also leading up to that decided then that we would create literature, start to put that round the show. You know, so it was, I, I personally found that re a really stressful and yeah, difficult time because you felt very responsible for what mm. might happen when you knew. So I would say with my team, you, I mean, obviously you've got an incredibly close relationship with Chris, but I was sort of running around doing a million meetings, trying to keep that really smiley Sarah face. Mm. Um, when I thought, oh gosh, you know, kind this of dark really cloud is, in the background. Yeah. yeah. This is going to hit everybody hard and. I could see it coming. Mm. So it was almost when we got to the end of the show, we knew that yeah. this was coming. There weren't going to be any more for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, then of course we were locked down, weren't we? I mean, yeah. our office, we left the office um, uh, March the 18th, I think. So we were in a, a very strong position um, technology wise in order to safely um, send everybody home and to work very effectively. Um but it was one of those odd situations. I, I um, remember going for a walk and thinking, God, what what the hell do I do? You know, because you're so used to, I mean, you've known me a little while now, Alex, um, on both sides of the fence in working together and also mm. being a member. And it's kind of, it's always quite a nice role that even if I don't know the answer to a specific question of something business related to member or non-member, I will know somebody who does, but mm. suddenly I didn't have any answers. Right. You know, I can't answer anything to do with COVID. And as an association, that kind of made me feel really um, useless. Mm. Um, and that was a horrible thing. And it sort of took me about a day, you know, to sort of think, oh, God, you know, come on, Sarah, get your act together. Uh, we need to think of some ideas. And uh, we collaboratively worked together with uh, some of our service providers. And uh, uh, for those who have heard all the great recordings, we did a program of webinars in partnership with um, WIDOP, um, which were looking towards the bright side. And uh, mm. it's it's hilarious, really, that um, we kind of, they took, it just sort of was one of those stone that gathered all this moss. But we seem to have this knack, I don't know how, that over an 11-week period, we seem to time the content of each one perfectly with whatever changes seem to happen. Really? Uh, yeah, oh. which was just amazing. I, I, I mean, it really was a fluke, um, <laughs> but a really, really, positive fluke um and we had an enormous amount of people tune in every single week mm. um to look listen to the amazing advice of the people there was a hell of a lot of hard work um done by people to research um areas or things we didn't know and we really concentrated first and foremost on supporting our retailers out there because as although the Giffer Association's membership is, you know, highly weighted towards suppliers, without those retailers being yeah. in a good position to sell, it kind of felt to me a bit daft. So of I'm course. really glad that I made that decision. Yeah, and well, I no, think our suppliers no demand. Were. <laughs> yes, yeah, no exactly. demand, no the supply. Week, 
Yeah. So, I mean, even things, you know, we worked together with Save the High Street, uh, the chair of the FSB spoke regularly on our um, on, on our webinar program. And, uh, you know, we were supporting the retailers because eight, I think it was 80%, the stat we got at the beginning, 80% of independent retailers had no online presence. Wow. Um, yeah. So, getting them up and running um training them so we did a wonderful series of things very simply which we still got in all our resource archive of things like uh you know five day social media challenge right okay so yeah we did this a lovely lady called orla did an amazing sort of five days you didn't have to do them on the five days but it it was fantastic Mm. that most people did um and that you had all these wonderful tips and hints of of how to manage your social media in light of covid we did things like web website seos um lots of marketing sort of um we did the serious thing so we worked um very closely with a huge um hr company um and their speaker um who is sort of ex sky news and worked for um big airline and um she presented sort of on making the more mundane you know things like furlough um much more um easy to digest yeah there's a lot of uh, confusion around that wasn't there absolutely in the early stages so we made sure that we were trying to be as best we could as relevant and help our members in a really, really tough time to get the resource and support that they needed because you know better than, you know, having when you're in a supply, you're working on the day to day, aren't you? Mm. The last thing you've got time to do is go out there and think, right, okay, I'll do, I'll spend three days researching all of this before I make a business decision. So what we wanted to try and do was give everybody the tools so that they could make appropriate and good business decisions, which is a lot of what we're really about. Well, I, I mean, I, th- I think, um, you know, a, there was the great unknown for, for, you know, not just the first couple of months from March onwards, but for, you know, for three, four, five months, it was the, the great unknown. And I, I feel, I think those webinars were almost like the kind of, you know, st- steadying the boat a little bit. Um, you know, the, you, you'd like to rely on, on the government to, to be doing that. But, you know, I think with the, the twists and changes in the press coverage it was there was a lot a lot of uncertainty and and i think with a trade body like yourself that they take away the press coverage and actually what you've got is quite a clear calming voice um not just kind of as i said steadying the boat but also giving people practical advice and activities stay busy you know it's a lot of what i was trying to do when i was furloughed is just to help people you know figure out how to adapt how to spend their time so that when you do come through this you've actually you know used your time wisely you've got you know maybe a bit of a head start you you can you can get going with whatever you need to do next and i, I think they say yeah those webinars were were, were fantastic you, you did um some other things as well some kind of more charitable uh things as well did. was it yeah, gifts well, of hope was it that's right yeah um well we we did uh, Gifts of Hope, which was, you know, taking a little bit of the flavor or idea from Gift of the Year and um, creating a sort of category to celebrate the people who'd, during lockdown, designed or made products that gave back, you know. So it didn't necessarily have to be that a charitable donation or it was linked towards the NHS, but it was anything that gave that Gift of Hope. So anybody who had nice, like, um, you know, we had the 
woman who won it was absolutely amazing. We had these beautiful um, glass like uh, rainbows um, oh. and there was just some amazing project. And we recognized those people um, who had, you know, um, you know, spent some time and, and really looked at getting all these great products to market. I mean, we all, you know, people have bought things everywhere, haven't they? That, mm. that sort of um, time. And we did a campaign as well that was uh, Gift Them Thanks, um, which um, actually was really reaching out to the consumer and our wonderful gift companies um, supplied uh, what we call gifts of hope to be given or gifts of, gifts of thanks to be given to anyone who was on the front line so that didn't matter that was your dpd driver right um to um a teacher or a refuse collector um and of course our wonderful nhs um so yeah the campaign did really well we uh struggled with eye resource it was one of those that it could have been absolutely mm. huge and i think the world will be in a position to bring that back because I think we all just want to be a bit kinder in the future. Definitely. I think, you know, as well, you want to be able to look back on your involvement with it, with the pandemic and be proud of it. You know, of course, not everyone has that opportunity. Some, some people were, you know, furloughed and, uh, I don't know, completely isolated, un unable to perhaps, you know, redivert their attentions. But I think as an organization, you hopefully you'll be able to look back on that uh on on the work that you did and 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 be proud that you were as i you know again steadying the boat but also um you know kind of do doing your bit you know for the uh for the cause i suppose <laughs>